It's the Skinny Podcast, only on Local12.com. Now, here's Richard Skinner. Welcome into the final Skinny Bengals podcast for the 2016 season. I'm Richard Skinner, Local12.com, digital sports columnist editor, along with Jed Demusi, Local 12 sports producer, and Rick Brewing, the executive producer of this podcast. He may chime in as well at some point. Uh, the cool thing is you got dressed up because you thought we were going to do Facebook Live today. We chose well, not to. You got a, a nice $13 sport clip haircut. That's right. Had a coupon. Why does sport clips sell hats? Uh, just in case they mess the haircut up, Chief. I mean, why wouldn't they? If I'm walking into a barbershop and I see a hat, I'm walking right out. That is not a good sign. No, let me guess the cost on this haircut. I'll, I'll say 18 bucks with a $5 tip. This was a rooster special on Marymount. I would I, you know what? I had a rooster special once in Tulsa, and it was just awful. <laughs> just awful. Susan, lovely I paid for that for woman. years. This this haircut, haircut was $28. $28? 28 bucks. Now... I will say this. You better come with some special service, my friend. I cut my own hair for a period of time. That cost me zero dollars. Uh-huh. The upfront cost that's, of that. That's, that explains a lot. That's why you got. That's why you got fired from your last TV gig. I had my lawnmower do it a few times, which was which was a bit of an issue. When I was a kid, I never paid more than six dollars for a haircut. That was a 30th Street barber barber shop. Gus cut my hair. Yeah, with the lights. But Gus has like six bucks. He, he had like three levels: level one, level, level two, two, level. Th- yeah, that's level, it. that was it. I had that guy. I yeah. always had that guy. The, uh, a nice Italian guy with the chest hair in your face as he's cutting what, what, your hair. What makes you need a twenty-eight dollar haircut? No, no, no. That's just that's that's the place that was recommended. I don't need a twenty for the I rooster special. What, what what else comes with the rooster you get, special? You get a you get a, a hot towel in the face. You get uh, your hair shampooed or whatever. It's it's. It's it's probably not worth it, but I only get my hair cut once every two or three months. Man or a, male or a female? Susan, female. Susan, okay, female. First right. female to ever cut my hair. Does she talk a lot? She we we have some interesting discussions. Normally, she knows that I that I work at local twelve, so it normally focuses. Thinks you're a big on, deal, doesn't she? Normally focuses on sports. She is a. Very loyal local twelve viewer. Good. So she Susan, talks thank a you lot for watching. about. She talked. Hey, John Gums moved to Nights. So all she that knows. Kind of she, stuff. she knows. Yeah, knows she, all the ins she and outs. Knows, she knows the ins and outs. And uh, yeah, the other thing that I got dressed up for today, which is actually going to happen tomorrow, we're introducing a new segment on the six o'clock Friday show, High School Beat. I like it. We're going to do two or three stories a week. Maybe some things that otherwise. What can we look forward to this Friday? Through the cracks, we're going to recap Jarrell White signing, and I went up yesterday. Today and talk to Jack Carmen, number two overall prospect in the 2018 class of rivals, offensive tackle from Fairfield. There you go. The guy is a house. Six six three ten ish. Yeah, six six three ten. That's actually what he is listed as. I talked to his coach, and his coach is biased. He said he's got the speed of a slot receiver. He is he at narr- Fairfield. He meant. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, now, I mean, now no. Fairfield hosted a playoff game. They did. They're Division One. They've had some. They've had some runs of success. <laughs> Don't give me the speed of a slot receiver. He's, yeah, dot dot dot. At Fairfield. All right, that's all right. Got, he he, uh, he uh, has a top ten now, and it's it's the who's who of college football: Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Notre Dame. Jim Harbaugh. How Notre Dame got. You didn't say Michigan. Or did you just say Jim Harbaugh? Michigan is not on that list. Michigan State is on the list. USC. Tennessee, he's got, and he's going to narrow it down to five after spring ball. And we, we talked to him yesterday, so that'll be on the high school beat. And then that 300 game from the, from the uh, young man at, uh, at Elder. At Elder. So and we've got, got that online. We actually a really cool final shot for that. Yeah. So there and you go. Elder has been in some interesting bowling 
stories the past couple of years. Remember they had that bowl off last year to determine the GCL South champion. So there's a lot going on in bowling. And there's a lot really going on in the tri-state in swimming and other sports. So we're going to do this every Friday, correct? Every Friday we're going to do it. I like it's it. It's going to debut uh, this coming Friday. Next week we've got a, a great story. I don't want to give it away, but it, we're the high school beat. So that'll, that'll I like keep it. going Very good. As, as it goes. But – We'll talk Bengals. All right, let's talk some Bengals. Um, six nine and one, the final record. Uh, really, a stretch of games that uh, they were one five and one in games decided by five points or less. In your opinion, after watching this season, is this team now far away from making the playoffs, or a couple of tweaks back to being a playoff caliber team, especially based on some injuries this year and based on on the close losses I mentioned? Uh, I think somewhere in between. I think they're more than a couple of tweaks away. I think they've got to make some decisions this off season. Uh, in the offensive backfield, in the defensive backfield, they they need to address some positions of weakness, primarily at linebacker, I would say. Um, defensively up front, I think they've I think they've got more than a few issues, but I don't think that they're going to be out of the playoff discussion before the season begins next year. Yeah, I, I think that, that, that's, that's fair. Um, let, let's touch on some of the issues. We'll, we'll talk free agents and kind of rank them, but one of the issues, obviously, is Adam Jones. Um, I, I, was, I did a segment the other day on the 4 o'clock news, and, and I was asked, um, what do I think the Bengals will, will do with Adam Jones? My answer was, I don't think they'll do anything with him. I think the NFL could, could certainly do it, even if he's, he's exonerated or found yeah. not guilty or acquitted or whatever terms you want to use for him getting off the hook. The NFL still, based on its conduct policy, right. it doesn't have to have you be guilty. It can decide on its right. own you're suspended, and I really do think the NFL will hand some level of suspension down to Adam Jones. I don't think the Bengals will. Do you? I mean, you've heard the whole thing of just get rid of Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Just get rid of him. Right. It's, not gonna ha- it's just not going to no. happen. And I, I defer it's to you realistic. on this because you're down there every day. I think in terms of the NFL. But you're around Marvin enough. I'm around Marvin enough. I, th- I, don't think that they, I don't think that they will do anything. And I think the unfortunate thing is I don't think the Bengals will do anything because of the position that they're in. Get out of here, Adam! <laughs> we're in the hotel. This is nice. Yeah, we're in the Millennium right now doing, this, doing the show. Oh, my goodness. Um, and then, Get out of here, Adam! There, Go ahead. I'm sorry. There is again. It's just bothering us right now. Uh, I think the, the interesting thing the big question is, if they had a better situation at cornerback, yes. would they do anything? Um, I, I still don't think they do, but I think even more so the fact that they don't have a good situation no. at cornerback makes it even more reason that they will not do anything. I, I don't think they would have anyway, but I think this makes it even easier. Because um, I still think even with, with all of bringing him back, I still think you have to, to re-sign Drake or Patrick or make a really good run to do so because of the following. You don't know if Darquez Denard can play. He can't get on the field over Josh Shaw. That will tell you something right there, that the guy you took in the first round can't get in the game ahead of a guy who's probably better suited to playing safety than slot corner. He can't get in ahead of him. And I know, listen, talking to Paul Gunther a bunch this year on the record, off the record, all that, he loves William Jackson the third. Right. But we still haven't seen enough. We saw We saw – Training camp in, in, in a little mini camp and a little OTA, you didn't see enough to know whether that kid could play or no. not. No, you, you don't. You haven't seen it. I do think, as you mentioned, I think the NFL will punish him. He's a repeat offender. If there's ever been a repeat no offender, question. It's, it's Adam Jones. Here's the thing. I'm going to go off on a mini rant here. Here's the thing that drives me nuts about Bengals fans as it relates to the media's coverage of the team. You are down at the Bengals every day. 
You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not down there I'm, on Tuesdays. Well, you're down there every. Well, you're, you're you're in the. You're I'm not in there the, on Saturdays. You're in the writers' room. But I'm you're, there. You're with the guys. I, I heard yesterday on your podcast that you're betting on the mascots, mascots. at halftime. Yes. Which I mean, I think that's that's got to be an NFL rule violation. I realize. I think that. we're I at the, We're at the millennium right now because this is an intervention for well, your gambling issue. Well, and we're hiding. Rick out and I are here. We're hiding from the NFL right now too. <laughs> There's another. There's another point that I want to get to. Freaking Adam Jones keeps banging on the damn door on your podcast yesterday. A, a big point of contention. Okay, that's that, right. That we'll get to later. Don't point I, at me. By the way, I'm. I am. Uh, well, the point was not necessary. with that new haircut. Point was necessary. Here's what I don't like about the way the fans perceive things that you say and things that other people that the Bengals writers say. If you say the Bengals are not going to do anything with Adam Jones. You are basing that opinion not on your respect or relationship with Jones. You're basing it on what you know to be true that the Bengals are going to right. do. Right. It's, it's, it's an educated guess, for lack of a better term. And when you say something to the effect of, guess what, guys? Marvin Jones is coming, or Marvin Lewis Marvin is coming, Lewis right. is coming back. Do I think it's the right thing? If you ask me personally, no. But is right. it what's going to happen? Yes. People, it, people look at that and say, the Cincinnati media is in the pocket of the Bengals. They're in the pocket of the players. They like the players. They do this and that. That's not it. This You and, and other people that cover the team are making these points based on what you know to be true. Is Marvin Lewis coming back? Yes. And, and how I said that, what, two months ago? Two right? months ago. We both said it. Right. And, and, oh, well, typical. Cincinnati media doesn't put Marvin's feet to the fire. I, told, I wrote a piece at the end of last year that said he should resign. But you're right. Your point's well taken. When people say that, it isn't my personal want or my personal right. desire. It's what I know is going to happen. And you're not protecting anyone. No. You're not protecting anyone. I, remember I called I, for his head last year. Did, did, did he resign? And did no. they fire him? No. 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 I got the, it off my the, chest. Good the, for me. The influence that people think people in the media have is small. over the day-to-day goings-on of an NFL team blows my mind. You have people, we get under Marvin's skin more than anybody. He reads yeah. everything written about him, and it gets under his skin so badly. It's why he handled that whole Chris Cooley retirement talk. He thought we were nuts for bringing it up. That wasn't us that initially brought it up. Someone right. in a third party brought it up. It became national news. It was our job locally then to ask you in a public setting to basically say, this guy is a fool. Then you made a fool of yourself before then you went on a national radio show the next day and said, yeah, I'm coming back. Well, if, then, then just say it the day before. But he it, all that stuff gets under his skin so much. But, yeah, w- our opinion isn't going to change Mike Brown's opinion. What changed Mike Brown's opinion, I've said this a thousand times. I said it back in the radio days. If you stop buying tickets, folks, if, uh, because you're dissatisfied, that's what does it. That's what did it the last time. The fact that 20,000 people showed up for a game against the New Orleans Saints at the end of the what, 2002 season, yeah. that, did, that was the final straw that said, whew, boy, we better do something different. And I've, all I've heard is, if Marvin comes back, I'm not renewing. Yeah, you are. You, you, yes, you are. You're renewing your season tickets because you always do. Yeah. It's, it's up to you, the fan. If you are dissatisfied, stop going. And Just don't, stop. And don't point the finger at the local media saying they're in the back pocket. I would team. agree. I would agree with that. I remember there was there was a time when I said something when I worked in Champaign and was covering the University of Illinois. I said something you about got the bad haircut and they fired right, you. Yeah, and then they, you know, that was, that was I don't awful. like to talk about that. It was around the holidays. And you got a rooster you know, job just, or something. Just reminds a rooster hair, haircut at roosters in right Marymont. It's fantastic. Um, it it's, also, it's also a wing chain, but uh, that's maybe in Northeast Ohio. So don't go to a the. Oh, I thought, they, I thought maybe this place you could eat wings and get your hair cut. 
Well, that that would be that'd be great. That's next level, right there. No question. I mean, jot that idea down. That's kind of that's kind of sports clips right there. I'm in for a business venture. There you go. There. <laughs> wings and locks and locks, locks and, and wings. wings. I, I thought Roosters was a pretty good name. <laughs> Are we not allowed to steal that? Or? Yeah, that pretty much takes care of it. Um, the, somebody sent me an email about, oh, you just you just love, and I was there for a year. I was there for less than a year when this person sent me the email. They said, oh, this is typical media in this in this town, just protecting the U of I, just protecting blah, blah, blah. First of all, I don't know who protects Tim Beckman. Yeah. Anyone ever, if anyone ever has. Who, he probably who, who could were you use, protecting, supposedly? Right. Time. Well, I was protecting Beckman in the university, and I was just yeah. I was taking the company line, and I was in the media. I responded to her. I said, I make $27,000 a year. And you left? No. <laughs> Like if if you think if you think that I have this great influence over what happens, I'm not using it to to my the no. best of my ability because I'm going home at night and and making ramen for dinner. Like the people that think that what, that the what, media what level drives, haircut were you getting then? That was uh, that, that was back the, when I did it myself. Did yeah, yeah. yeah save, 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 some, save I probably point. should do it myself based on the way this podcast is going. No, I, it's, I'm, I'm more interested in your hair than anything else. I know that's that's the problem. That's the problem. Maybe pay less for the haircut and get more of more of the opinions yes. out there on the yeah. on the Bengals and whatnot. But no, that's I think to cut, to, to, to cut to the chase though, nobody's protecting right. anybody. It, no, it, no. I, look, I can call for my look. Marvin Lewis should not be back as this team's football coach this year. The last five years, yes. And I said on the podcast two months ago, that there, there was no clear jumping off point the last five. You're not right. jumping off after a playoff season. You're just not. That's irrational. This was maybe a jumping off point, but you're also not going to jump off, write a guy a $5 million check, and tell him to go away. It's not how they operate. They just don't do it that way. Should they? You can argue that, absolutely, but they don't, and so guess what? He's back. Now, if they extend him again, that would be, that would be sheer insanity because there's no reason to extend him at all. He either puts up Prove or it. shuts yeah. up this year, and that's it. This is the clear jumping-off point. If they go on further than this, and if you're a fan and they, they continue with this, then you're stupid. It's on you, the fan. It's not on the media. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. I think the other part of it is there, there are openings now in the NFL – I don't know who's going to fill these. That's spots. a great point. I, I don't either. I, I, you're right. I, there's there's so many recycled guys that have gone around. And I'm, I'm they, they, for... they've dipped into the college ranks, and that's failed the last few times. Spurrier failed. Saban failed. Kelly's failed. I mean, you can't go to that well again because it's not proven to work. So where do you go? No. And I, I saw something because he's a uh, Miami University alum. Adam McVeigh, the offensive coordinator with the Washington Redskins, is interviewing. With uh, the 49ers, yeah. I think early I think next right. week. I think his grandfather John McVay coached, he, he coached for the Giants, and then was in the front I think office. He was GM at one point for the Niners. For the Niners, for all five, he at some capacity I, I be- worked there. I, yeah, I believe it from the in the 80s. So maybe that's why they're yeah. giving him a look. But coordinators like that are, are getting looks. He's maybe a couple years away, I think, from potentially being a head coaching candidate. Anthony Lynn, the the yeah, it's, Bills guy, is is being looked at for for a number of different jobs. Vance Joseph, Vance the Joseph, former Bengals, the Bengals uh, defensive backs coach now with Miami. Vance Joseph is apparently the front runner for the Denver, Denver job. job. Yes, so I think I think Vance Joseph is is a deserving candidate. I think some of these other guys are either retreads, like you right. said, or maybe a couple years away from proving themselves as good. I think Kyle Shanahan's a good pick. 
I think you'll hear Josh he, McDaniel's name again. You'll hear McDaniel's name again. And big lug Matt Patricia. And, I'd love to see him as a head coach. <laughs> he just doesn't look like a head coach. Looks like well, he could use the rooster. Hey, good luck with New England. Looks like he might have got a rooster job or two in his day. Good luck with New England defensive coordinators. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they, you know, Bill O'Brien is is rumored to be coaching for his job this week, which is insane because he's done a very good job down there with with no quarterbacks. And it's really not his fault that they pay Brock Osweiler no. money. No, sight but unseen, basically. If if the Bengals were in this position and and they were among all of the and there was for a, a hot commodity that you go, commodity. gosh, I can't believe they're going to let that guy go by. Right, and there's another uh, another guy. What, uh, wait, wait, what, uh, what playoff game is Hugh Jackson coaching this weekend? Yeah. Uh, how about what's where, where's Mike Zimmer's playoff game? Yeah. Where's Jay Gruden's playoff yeah. game? Okay. Just yeah. checking. And the the other name that I've heard is Jim Bob Cooter at, at Detroit. Oh, I just love the name. Great name. The greatest. Great ever. name. And they're saying he's going to have a hard time getting a job because of his name in the NFL, and that's the, a head coaching job in the NFL. You can't even short it like JB Cooter or JBC. You just can't do it. JBC is a junior bacon cheeseburger at Wendy's. There you go. You so you can't, can't do, you can't do that's, that. That's a brand thing. Um, you know, can't steal names. That's no. what we talked about. Can't steal roosters. Can't steal JBC. But they would be more – I think Detroit would probably pull the Dirk Cutter, Lovey Smith scenario and fire Jim Caldwell before they let JBC go because he is – I'm not worried about Jim Bob. But I think he is a hot name. But I think Detroit would rather part with, with Jim Caldwell. Oh, he's coming back too. Yeah, but I think if it came down to it, I think that they would – I don't think JBC is leaving. I think if they thought he was going to take another job, they would elevate him to head yeah. coach. Who has the better brand, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger or Jim Bob Cooter? Mm. Jim Bob Cooter, without here's question. The problem, here's the problem with the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. True. Here's the problem is that if you if you go, you don't know what it costs. Sometimes it's 99 cents. Sometimes it's $1.19. Why is that? They have mixed, it, it, Wendy's has, has a fluctuated. Flu, a fluid board? They do. <laughs> the issue is you don't know whether it's going to be a dollar or a dollar twenty. That doesn't seem like an issue. It means you're getting three of them or three of them. I no, don't the, understand the difference. The problem is, well, in my is case, that I go seven white castles. If it's ninety nine cents, that is the price point right there. Anytime you move anything up, people don't like change. So I think that brand has suffered because don't like using change it's, or it's, change itself. It's on the value menu, which has changed from the dollar menu. Uh, That's coming from a dude who spent twenty eight dollars on a haircut. On a haircut, yeah. All right. Couldn't spare 60 cents for a couple extra <laughs> no. burgers. They put gel in that thing, too? I, I put some pomade in afterwards. You know. I don't even want to know what pomade is. <laughs> I can imagine you did. I'll really bet you did. Not Nobody has – not everybody has the, the desirable hair right out of bed like you do. Yeah, I got the perfect head of hair exactly. right, out, right out of it. Rick's got the, Rick's got the look. Now. Remind me not to I shake love that hand. Yeah, exactly. I don't want the pomade. <laughs> no, I don't need any pomade. <laughs> no, thank all. you. I – my goodness. Yeah, just, just stop. Okay. Can I ask you a question on the media thing real yes. quick? If the uh, if Jack Brennan and a security guard were to come down into the Bengals uh, media room oh, there gosh. and tell Paul Daner, let's say, that he's got to pack his stuff up and leave, what would happen? If I was there? If every, everyone was there, what would happen in the media room? Obviously, I'm talking about the Philadelphia Eagles incident. Where they kept Jeff well, McLean out of the press room. Well, as, as you may know, I, I, I kind of went off on a guy in New York in a similar circumstance this season. I've heard about that. Yeah, they tried to kick us out at 2.30 in the morning after the Monday night game. The, the thing that really made me the maddest is there's, there's like eight of us still working, right? We're working. We're not partying. We're not yucking it up. We're working. You hear laptops, click, 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 click. Old guy walks through, says, uh, almost done. And kind of looked around. We'll get to an answer to your I question said, momentarily. I said, no, um, no, no, we're not almost done. Um, uh, anytime soon? No. And look at, I looked at Paul Daner and he said, three. I'm like, 
dude, I'm, I'm going straight to the airport, so I'm here until 5 in the morning in my mind. I said, I don't know, 3 or 4, and then came this. <sighs> don't sigh to me. I Just don't do that. Is, don't give is me this, the, the sigh to me. Is this the first time this guy has worked a Monday night football game in right. New York City? I, I don't All I know is I called him a couple choice words. Um Told him I didn't want to be in here more than he did, bub. I dropped a bub on him. A bub. I said, so disrespectful. I don't oh, well, wow. that made him mad. Then, so disrespectful. The best part, then he came back down to me, wanted to know where I worked, and he was going to report me. And I said, report me to who? Who are you going to report? I said, I'm going to report you to the Mara family. You'll be out of your $8 an hour job. That was Which right. makes it hard to that get a twenty-eight dollar haircut. Well, he ain't getting a twenty dollar haircut. Not an eight. And you know who pissed about the junior bacon cheeseburger change in pricing? That cat. That, that guy. guy. That's what I'm talking about. That guy. You, you know, and, and for him, I mean, truth be told, if he could have stayed another two hours, he got time and a half. It would have been a big night for him. I was looking out for that cat. Great point. So yeah, if that You're had happened, by the way, if that had happened down there, uh, there would have been words. Yeah. Yeah, there'd have been some words. I mean, do, do you not think that's wild though that they booted the Jeff McClain dude out of the Eagles press room? I, I do, and I, I think it was even wilder that um, that when a couple of guys tried to stand up for him, they said, "If you want to get in the middle, of this, you can go too." Come on, you're adults. If he was be, if, if he was being loud, you just simply say, "Hey, Jeff, dude, I, I get your point. Just tone it down. Don't don't right. be belligerent." And, and that's what they did, and he mouthed off back to him, and then they went outside and discussed it and had yeah. a little disagreement. But like, how many disagreements have we seen? Around media rooms, oh, no and everyone's just un- under everybody's pressure. Under pre- yeah. And then you just get so what? You laugh it off, and five minutes later, no one cares. Correct. You're laughing at everybody. Correct. You kick a dude out for that? I uh, apparently, crazy. apparently, can we go wild, wilder, wildest on that story? Fire. My favorite part of that story is the guy who was doing the reporting on Jeff getting kicked out was his name was Les Bowen. Les Bowen. Les and Bowen. he had fist fought Jeff McClain. <laughs> <laughs> Two years there's, ago. A, there's a video on Deadspin. <laughs> That's awesome. Where the the gathered media is around Michael Vick. So back when Vick was in Philadelphia, so a couple years ago, this happened, and you can hear another player in the locker room. It was Asante Samuel? Was it? Okay, yeah, Asante Samuel. Listen, going, Jeff, broke it up. No, no, he's, he was he's, he was encouraging it. He's he's in the Mike Vick media scrum <laughs> screaming. Les, Les, Jeff, where's Jeff? Where are you? Come on, we're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. That's awesome. To the podium. Les and Jeff to the podium. I'll find you. (laughs) If you've never seen that video. I'm going to have to dig it up now. It is... Hysterical. So once adversaries now have each yeah, other's back, have each other's back. That that video is an all timer for me. I think a very because nice Michael Vick is just dying laughing because he everyone in the locker room knew. And for the players to then chime in on a uh, a media war between beat writers, it was it was so funny. It's good stuff. Good now stuff. The, and now they're compatriots. Now they're brothers in arms. And, and, and you have such a calm demeanor, you would have never gotten in one. Correct, Roy? 
No, you and you, you guys. We were recording a college basketball podcast before this one, and you guys are making me out to be like the hothead in this I room. Never, I'm the most calm person here. You absolutely are. Okay, that's what I said. The last guy I'd ever think would be in a road rage, road rage thing is you. I know you'd never be involved in one. Exactly so right. That's that's my point. All right, a couple of quick Bengals questions for you. Um, yeah, AJ McCarron, keep him or trade him? I mean, trade him if you can get. If you can get what you need for him, all right. Well, let me let me. Just I don't think I don't think they're going to get what they want for him. I don't either. So I don't think you trade him. Let's 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 go to the end of that hypothetical and say I don't think that right, any well, team is going to make it. Where which team? See, that's the thing. I, I, that's the no, thing that I, I love. I agree with you on this. Everyone says we need to trade AJ McCarron for no, a first round no, pick. No, we can get we can get a two and a four. Can you really? Can who, you really? Who is going to give you a two and a four for AJ McCarron? Name me a team. Name me a team. Now, now here I'm going to throw the, the devil's advocate part. Oh, the Browns would. Are you really going to help a team? If you think enough of AJ, are you really going to help a team in your division by getting a two and a four? Come on, you're not helping a team in your division. You're well, just not. And and why would the Browns, who need help at every position? Oh, agreed. I'm just throwing them out as a scenario. Right. No, but there there is going there are going to be options for the Browns. They can either draft a quarterback, which Correct. I don't think they've done that in close to 11 months. They could sign they could, Tony Romo. I think they could sign Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor would be a, would be a, certainly an upgrade. They have so many. Yeah, so they do. many Absolutely. places in need. It's it's not even Absolutely. funny. So to 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 sacrifice draft picks, and and you're right. Why would the Bengals help the Browns? But on the Browns end of it, why would you sacrifice draft picks for a quarterback where well, you I, can't? Well, let's just go to every team in the league. I, and I'm doing this off the top of my head completely. Does New England need a quarterback? No, pretty easy. Miami. No, New England's trying to trade a quarterback. That's the other part of it. Yeah. New England's trying Try to trade, trade Garoppolo. Garoppolo. So that's a part. That's Correct. a part of the AJ McCarron market. Does there. Miami, if Tannehill comes back healthy? Uh, well, you could argue. You could argue. I think is one AJ of the best. Aaron better than Ryan Tannehill right no, now. No, he's not. I think one of the best things that happened to Ryan Tannehill was that he got hurt. Yeah, maybe because they, yeah, they maybe. were they were kind of close now, to, to. You could argue Buffalo does because they're, they're getting rid of Tyrod Taylor. You right. could argue Buffalo they, does, but they've got some other guys. They're another team that that has guys in the system with Cardell Jones and, and EJ Manuel. Say what you want right. about you know, those right, guys, right. but they got to kick correct. the tires and do their due diligence I, I, on them, and they need help other places. I'm going to run down everything. So All right, the Jets. Uh, no, they've got they had four they have quarterbacks. Quarterback. Yeah, they no, couldn't even get Hackenberg on the field at some point this year. Yeah, I mean they they just couldn't. And, and, and here, here's the, uh, to go off on a tangent. Everyone that saw the Rose Bowl and says Sam Darnold, oh my gosh, he, he could be the first round pick coming out. He could be the first round pick. Let's let's choke the motor here because Christian Christian Hackenberg was the next the same, best thing exactly, too. Exactly. So right. let's let this guy play for a little exactly while. Right. But Hackenberg's in that position. All so right. no, the Jets don't need one. All right in the North, we've already discussed it. In no. the South, does Indy? No. Houston's paying Osweiler insane no, money, so, so they're, they're not part of it. Tennessee has Mariota. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm drawing a complete blank. Jacksonville. Jacksonville's got – well, you could argue they could, but they, I, I still think they're all in on Bortles to this point. Yeah. And I don't think they're making a deal for A.J. McCarron over Blake Bortles. I just don't don't see that scenario. No, I don't think they're doing it. I don't think they're doing that. Who else but that here, here's what I would say. No, that's it. Those are the four. Um, they're a five-teamer, aren't they? No. Are they four? No, they're four. That's right. No, yeah, yeah, they're, they're four. four. You're yeah. fine. Okay. Um it, it will depend. Anytime you get a new head coach, they kind of want a new quarterback. So w- does Jacksonville potentially want a new quarterback? That okay. question is right. yes. So we'll put, do they want A.J. McCarron? No. Right. We'll put them on the table. All right. In the West. I'd rather draft a quarterback and keep my draft picks than take A.J. McCarron. San Diego, Los Angeles. San Diego slash Los Angeles. <laughs> do, 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 I mean, they still have Philip Rivers. Phil, the eldest uh, Rivers child, who the eldest of 12 Rivers children, I think is now just going to take over for his dad. <laughs> that's so, no, correct. they don't need a quarterback. Uh, Oakland doesn't if Carr's healthy, obviously, no. and, and hopefully he comes yeah. back healthy. Kansas City, Alex Smith. 
Smith isn't great, but he's going to lead them to another playoff. Are you are you ready for this? The last quarterback that Kansas City drafted that won them a game, Chase Daniel, Todd Blackledge. Really? Chase Daniel didn't win them a game. I believe you. That's Chase good... Daniel, I don't think was drafted by them. Wasn't he? I thought he was. I think he was drafted by Washington, New Orleans. Uh, maybe he was. He might be right. Anyway, I, I'm 99 percent sure. That's, that's crazy. That's Todd cra- Blackledge. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Denver, obviously, they just drafted one. They just drafted one, and there's rumors that they may make a play for Romo in the yeah, offseason. Just to have a veteran. So, with and that's the that's the other but, part. I mean, is McCarron isn't on the top of the, the guys that you would trade for. Correct. Go ahead. Chase Daniel was an undrafted free agent oh, signed by the Redskins in 2009. There you go. Okay. So he's bounced around a ton of places. Yeah. Then. Um, and that's that's just it. There's there's no real trading partner. And no. The other part too is if this is truly Marvin Lewis's last year. Let's just play yeah. that game for just a second. You still need a capable backup quarterback. I mean, so many teams in this league don't have a starter. The Bengals at least know this. They have a very capable starter and at least a capable backup. I don't know if he could, if he had to start 12 games, would he go eight and four? I don't know. He might. I just know what I saw last year as a guy that game's not too big for him. He's okay. And and he, he was fine in what he did. You can't go into this thinking you're a playoff team with one more swing with Jeff Driscoll as your backup, can you? No. No, I mean, you, you just can't. can't do it. No, and and ask Oakland what it what uh, a backup quarterback is worth. Right. You know, I mean that they're in a position now where they've got a lot of they've got a, a lot of people question their offensive line. They've got a really good offensive line. They've got some great players on defense, and now they don't have a quarterback, and they've got no shot. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, a couple more. Let, let's prioritize some free agents. They have 15 free agents. We're not going through all 15 of them. I am going to do that on local12.com. I think I'm going to at least prioritize the main guys. Um, I'll say you've got money to sign three of these, and I'm just throwing that out there as just an absolute subjective question. You have money to sign three of these. Okay. Andrew Whitworth, Kevin Zeitler, Drake Kirkpatrick, um, Rex Burkhead, and I'm going to try to and Brandon LaFell. Mm. Brandon LaFell's cheap. He he won't cost you much. Okay. Uh, I think it's I think it's going to be tough sledding to get Kevin Zeitler, but I think it's going to be worth the sledding. I do too. I think he's I think he's the number one priority. I think he's the Overwit. number one priority over wit. Just because that's interesting. Just because of their ages. Yeah, it's an interesting. The, 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 you know, the theory is you can replace guards easier than you can replace left tackles. But the, that is an interesting concept because you do, that is true. You do have Cedric Abuehi, who has been a massive failure to this point. But he won't be the first offensive lineman to play early in his career as a failure and eventually play up to what that billing was either. So I, I'm not throwing the book out on Cedric Abuehi yet. If if you don't sign Zeitler and you do sign Whitworth, is there the possibility that Whitler? Whitworth ends up becoming that guard and, and no, extending his career. Another I, year I, I don't. It's funny you said because I, I thought that until we talked to him a couple of weeks ago, and he didn't sound very enthusiastic about it. Okay. He's also I'll do what the team it takes for the team kind of a guy, but he was not very enthusiastic about that idea. Well, let's look at it. This but it's way. a legitimate question because it's one that I thought was an easy answer. Was yeah, sure, I'll do it. Well, it makes that make a little more sense if you're trying to figure out which one of those two guys you're yeah. keeping. If you have to make the decision, yeah, it, 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 yeah, if that was the case. It, but if he's not, if he's right, not if, down with it, if you're thinking maybe Whitworth plays for three more years at guard, right? Playing guard extends his career, then it would make a little more sense to let yeah. Zeitler leave. If not, then That's I agree true. with you. I think Zeitler, you you have to keep him. Right. All things being equal, you look at Andrew Whitworth when he's healthy, he's a top five offensive tackle. No at least question. he was this year. Zeitler, when he's healthy, he's a top five offensive guard. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
the, the, the problem is Whitworth is significantly older. No doubt. And when you look and significantly. see which one do I want to sign, it's going to be harder to sign Zeitler because he's younger and just as productive as Whitworth is. So I think that's it, – it, I'm not saying sign Zeitler over Whitworth because I think Whitworth is ABC bad. I, you know, all these different things that I think he doesn't do this. No, he's great, but he's, he's at the end. He's, he's towards the end of his career. So I think you have to prioritize a guy that can be with this team longer term. All right. Uh, Drake or Patrick? I think you got to sign him. I think you got to. Adam, Adam Jones coming back or not? I think I think either way. I'm with you. I, 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 Just because of what you said earlier. In this league, you better have four quality cornerbacks. Four. Because three of them are going to play 75% of the snaps. Yeah. So you better have four at least. Um, maybe even a fifth. I mean, the, maybe the uh, Kiva Ray Russell, who had the interception in the yeah. last game. He was a third-round pick of the Chiefs this year. They gave up on him quickly. Maybe he, the new scenario, the new surroundings, whatever, new new blood makes him play to a third-round well, level and, talent. And, and the fact that they put in a waiver claim on Russell. Correct. Gives you Correct. an indication of I mean, where the Bengals feel they are at that position. They, they, they didn't get him as a, as a practice squad guy. They wanted him. Right. They kept him basically all year. He was inactive more times right. than he was active. So they obviously thought enough to, to, to basically waste the roster spot on the guy. Yeah, and if you looked on paper and said, okay, this is a third-round pick that is on waivers – which team is going to put in a claim? You probably wouldn't have said no, the Bengals right, right. based on their roster on paper, but that gives you an indication of where that team feels they are no with the with the question marks that they have at that position. All right, and finally Rex Burkhead. He he got hot at a great time. He sure he, did. He got an opportunity at the absolute perfect he time. He sure did. And there's no denying the fact that he made the most of it. If they bring him back, that that is going to that's there's going to be a ripple effect. So you have to decide if you think Jeremy Hill is going for those. He's going in the final year of his contract, right? If Geo's coming off injury, but they've committed a lot of money to Geo. If you think from if you think five years from now that you are going to be happy. Sending Jeremy Hill up a river for Rex Burkhead, I think you sign Rex Burkhead. If not, you know, I, I don't. I, I, I don't. I just don't sign. I don't think the money's worth it. And I don't think you. I say, think you find somebody in the draft in the fifth round that's the same guy. And I like Rex, and I think Rex did a yeah. lot of good things. I, I, I also, and I hope it gave him a great payday because the kid deserves it. But. I also don't think that you say, oh well, if the Bengals don't sign, then the Patriots are going to really be in on him. You can't operate that no. way. You can't operate out of fear. You no. can't. The 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 given a, a two in that system, they could. I mean, the Patriots could get anybody. That they, yeah. they, they've had running backs over the years that have been absolute off the scrap heap type of guys that have that have been productive for them. And, and this is second contract time for Rex Burkhead too. And usually second contract times are more money. So it's not like you're getting a bargain basement Rex Burkhead. You would be paying a, a decent piece of change. Somebody's going to pay him a decent piece of change, not upper echelon piece of change. But a decent piece of change that I don't think you can afford to do. It's just it's it's it'd be foolish money to throw at a third running back. Yeah, and that that's what I'm saying. If you're paying him, there's going to be a shakeup in that running back room. No doubt. I mean, if that if that's the case, you're eating Jeremy Hill money or something, or you don't believe Geo can come back uh, and and be effective because right. of the but injury. But you, you can't operate, and I'm not saying Agreed. you, but you can't operate in the, under the assumption that they're going to pay Rex Burkhead and he's just going to have that same role right. No, right. when everyone's healthy. That's he, not going to be the way it is. Yeah, and and he's not carrying the ball 27 times a game for a buck 15 every week either. No, it's just not going to happen. If, and if one week made you fall in love. Good, good for him. Like I said, good for him. 
Yeah, great. I hope he, he was our final guest on Bengals Nation. Couldn't be a nicer yep, guy. Absolutely. Couldn't be a nicer yeah. guy. I wish him all all the luck in the world. And if the Bengals re-sign him, I hope he does well here. I just I don't think that's a priority for this team. All right, lastly, in, uh, we'll do a, probably a podcast, obviously a couple of weeks before the draft, and probably leading up to the draft as well. But this is the final one for the uh, for this this season. Just a quick look ahead, draft wise, in the first three rounds, because um, the Bengals, as we know, they they stay true to their board. They're not they're not position specific. They're trying mm-hmm. to find best player. Now they may tweak it, a, a, you know, a guy, a slot or two, but they're not very position specific. But inside the first three rounds, where should they where should they address in those first three linebacker? Rounds? Yeah, that that's that's one. Uh, I think you've I think you've got to take a depending on depending on. I think you got to go. You got to go offensive line at some point, don't you? I think. I think you got to look at defensive line too. The interior. I think you've got to look at don't defensive forget, tackles. Now, now you do have Andrew Billings coming off injury, but I know. I'm saying fracture. I know, and, and that could be. That could be a guy do who plays think, the next ten do years. Do you think? Okay. Do you think that Andrew Billings? at the start of preseason next year, is going to be ready to be a starter? Uh, I don't. I, that's a fair question. Okay. I, I don't. So I think you need. I think you may need some help on, yep. on the defensive line. I think the defensive line and, and linebacker are probably the areas of biggest need. I would hope that someone in the Cody Core, Tyler Boyd, I hope they can take another step. Yeah, and I, I'm not so sure you can't sign LaFell for another one-year deal for a decent right. – for, for a, a, a fair right. amount of money for both sides. And I'll tell you, a player I really like at nine for the Bengals, which they probably won't go there because they do have – I mean, they, they could use some help, but a player I really like is, is the kid from Ohio State, Malik Hooker. Yeah. Man, can he play some freaking football? And and what gets lost in their absolute thirty-one nothing drubbing against Clemson is he made a play, he made an interception in the end zone in that game that was all world. He oh the footwork one right the well where the one in the in the end zone where the footwork was great but where he came from right. yes. to yeah, make yeah. that yeah. play from the deep middle to come over to the sidelines and make that play and then stay in bounds. <laughs> It, it was insane, and yeah. and you watch enough of him, and you think, and people are saying, "Well, Jabril Peppers, he's he's going to be a, a fantastic player." I think you take Hooker before Peppers because you don't know where Peppers is going to play in the NFL. Plus, you're an Ohio State homer. <laughs> I, I'm not an Ohio State fan, but yeah, you protect him. I <laughs> I just I I think the kid is fantastic, but with George Iloka, do you do you go out and get a safety when you have so many other positions in need? And when and, you have and the other answer's players, probably no, but it's no. A, it's a legit it's a legit right. name to bring up, right? Without question, Jed, I appreciate the time all year long, my friend. We will do this come come draft time too. Here's the thing, yes. I heard I heard you and Mr. Gamble. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll let you get this off. And, and I've show. got and I've got an immense amount of respect for that podcast, and that is I don't, but go ahead. That is appointment listening for me. I enjoy the two angry guys. I remember listening to you guys when i was an intern at fox sports when you guys were on when you guys were on the air fantastic show it's great couple points that i want to bring up All right, with yeah, you. point number one point number one is mr gamble not liking the Ryder cup is a problem oh, I, I, and you, I, I you defended it you did I you did it. here's the other issue with the wings you guys named Chain rest. I mean, no. Dickman's is not a chain. Okay, Dick. D- that's fine. Dickman's is outstanding. Buffalo wings and rings. I love their sauce. I could drink their sauce. What can I tell you? I'll drink their okay. sauce. I'm going to give you a couple. Th- I will tell you what. Next, I'm not using pomade, Chief. Next. <laughs> Keep going. Next Thursday. Yep. You and I are yep. going to go to lunch. Okay. On Third Street at Kitty's. Those wings on Thursday. They 
I will take you up on that. They smoke them. You know what's funny? I've had a couple of beers in there. I've never, I've never had on Thursday. It's wing day. It's wing day. It's wing day on Thursday. Okay. You could take, you could take that wing and shake it, and the meat would fall. Right. It's fantastic. All right. And go right up the street to knock back gnats. I've knocked back. I've had their wings. I like them. They're, they're. I like them. Oh my gosh. They're not. They're yeah. They're, they're not what Hooters wings. You, see, you seem like a gourmet wing guy, doesn't he? He seems like he wants he wants a little pizzazz. No, 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 wing. no. I just need chicken and hot sauce. That's all I need. No, yeah, no, I like. But but I don't need like somebody that does that better that, than other that honey people. Glazed. I agree, but you seem like you're talking no, about no, smoked no. wings. It seems like you're tilting in a different direction. No, no, no. I don't. I don't get anything on my wings other than barbecue or hot sauce. It's not like I'm a, a you know a Parmesan garlic or yeah, a, that's ridiculous. Oh, I curry. I like okay. some Parmesan garlic. Maybe you're a little. More bourgeoisie than you than you make it no, seem. No, I, I'm talking about how but he's only got a five dollar haircut though. <laughs> yeah, you're paying five at, for at, that. at best. <laughs> His is right out of boot camp. Yeah. There you go, private pile. So, uh, what, so, so you, you didn't like my Hooters choice? I've never. I've I, I, their I, wings are fabulous. And they're I was breaded. listening. Yeah, they're, so they're, they're different. They're, I like them. They're they're a change of pace. They're they're meaty. They're I, I'm just I I got my own personal preference. Where does Mad Mike's rank around here? I've even had Mad Mike's. I've never had that. Very good. Are they okay? okay. Well, that very I just, good. Sauce. I hate. I Baker hate steaks saying, are good. Yeah, I just hate not. I hate going like national chain Ch- with it. Dude, chains are chains for a reason. People like what they're getting. True. Yeah, and, and barleycorns is a local joint barley too. Corns is that, local and they have great they were, wings. Yeah, the Dickman's. Dickman's. The I, thought, I thought your list was pretty good. I to be appreciate honest. it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Suck up. <laughs> it, it, this body has eaten some wings. Oh, I can see. This that. is a body yes. made by wings. As 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 well. It, the funny thing was, I was thinking. When you said that you liked Hooters wings, I was thinking, when was the last time I was at a Hooters? And then I remembered, oh, yeah, that was in 07 when I was on spring break in Mexico, and we needed a spot to watch the Miami basketball game in the tournament. <laughs> that's, that's the right way to do it. When, du- when Doug Penno hit the three in the MAC championship that sent them to the MAC tournament, we were looking all over for a place that had a television that could show us that game. So when they had that 6-5 center, what the heck was his name? <laughs> they did. They had, Charlie was playing some Charlie ball. I think that was the last time they made the tournament, and it was it was an improbable, improbable I'm, run. I, you know what, I'm but taking we, you to Hooters for wings. I, I don't think so. Right as soon as the show's over. I don't think so. And we're going to get that haircut redone, so we're going to do all those things. <laughs> That's we, we another have, 28 bucks. I'll, I'll pay for it. No, it's fine. It'll come out of my pocket. Anyway, I the, the list was fine. I just I felt like there are some there are some places within a nine iron of here that you maybe need to try. For all you. right, so we'll try it. We'll right. try it. Here Adams, it get out of here. <laughs> you of garbage. Get out of here. All right, thanks for being with us, Jed. Thank you. Rick Boring, thank you. We'll talk again on the College Basketball Podcast. Thanks for being with us this season on the Bengals. Skinny Podcast or on Local12.com.